All right. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Speak As You're Moved. This is Derek Roebuck. I am here with my co-host, first cousin Joshua J. Jernigan. Buenas noches. <laughs> and my longtime friend, Matt Collins. Good evening. And his brother, my also longtime friend, Patrick Collins. I'm glad you said that, man. Thought going to be left out there, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and Patrick. Uh, we we know who he said first, though. Just and Matt and Matt's brother, Patrick, <laughs> and, and this other guy, Patrick, and Patrick tag along. Mm-hmm. Uh, Always want to be man. part of the group. Yep. Just well, here. we are uh, standing room, folks. Standing room. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. We are just forefathers. Most of all, we are followers of Christ. Not forefathers of the. Of the Constitution, anything? Just no. Those four. Are, four those are really old dudes. No, we're just four guys who also happen to be fathers. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. And, now, uh, now it clears also, it up. Clears it up. We're we're also forefathers all of something. Christians, like the radio show. <laughs> we are forefathers of this particular radio show. So, but yes, we are going to try to do this radio show and hopefully bring some uplifting conversation and topics to. To your night, to whoever's out there listening, and uh, we do this hopefully to to better promote the Lord and His gospel. We hope that everything that we say and do glorifies Him, and also that it maybe gives you some something to think about, something to um, think on throughout your day, and any reason to think on God and the things that He's done for us is is a good time to think on something. So that's what we're here for. We don't really know what's going to happen. We are uh, just throwing some topics out there, and we're going to talk about it and see what happens. So we have no idea where this is going to go, but we are going to go go ahead and start off with a word of prayer. And I'm going to ask my really good friend Patrick Collins to go ahead and start it off for us. I'd be happy to. Heavenly Father, God, we're grateful to be here. Lord, we're grateful to be Um just a part of not only this fellowship, but the fellowship with your son, Jesus Christ. Dear Father, we're thankful that you looked down on us um, as a fallen and lost Lord, each and every one of us, not only individuals, but on all of humanity and sent your son to bleed and die for us, Lord, to take the punishment and make the payment for our sins, dear God, that we couldn't make, Father, and we're glad that through his death and through his sacrifice, we can have fellowship with you and have fellowship with one another, dear God. We're grateful, dear God, for the binding and the unity of the Holy Spirit. We pray, Father, that same Holy Spirit go with our words tonight, dear God. Help help it to minister to anyone who would hear, whether live or later. Father, we ask that you would continue as we move into this new year to guide us, each one, dear God, guide us as friends and as followers. And most of all, as, as children of, of you, dear Father, help us to know what we should do and what we shouldn't be doing, dear God. Lead us each day, Lord. Help us to draw closer to you and and know your heart, know your will for our lives, dear God. And we'll be grateful and give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Amen, amen. All right. Well, first radio show of 2021. Yeah, buddy. It's going to be mm-hmm. a real doozy. Um, that's right. I've got... I was doing some icebreaker research 
earlier, and I wrote down a whole bunch of them, fellas, so I'm going to screenshot that and send that to you, maybe one day, but um, I thought about, I had one in mind, and then as we were starting this, I thought about another one, being that we are all fathers, what is the one child raising task that you would sub out? And I will preface <laughs> this. I will preface this by saying maybe up to about four or five years old. What is the one child raising task that you would sub out, mm. or just like be be okay with somebody doing that forever, and you not ever have dirty to diaper. worry about it? Dirty diaper. Dirty <laughs> diaper. <laughs> that out there. The obvious dirty diaper. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, sure. You know, Derek, I mean, when you, you get past a certain I'm glad you capped it at four because then I would have used it for the wrong thing, you know? Yeah. But know. If, 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 it's, if it's age four, dirty diaper, 100%. That's the one thing, like, I can I can tend to almost everything else. And I, and I do that as well. But that's the one thing that you don't just get this, like, huh, I'm a dad. I'm doing the deal, you know? Like, they scrape <laughs> their knee. They're crying, even washing their hair or whenever they're fussing because they didn't want to wash their hair and they got soap in their eyes and they're screaming. And all that, you, I'm still doing the deal. Dirty diaper? Nah. Nah, sub out. Sub and out. <laughs> <laughs> sub and <laughs> Yes. Well, I mean, like, uh, the, the thing... Oh, oh, sorry, go ahead, Josh. Are you done? No, that wasn't me. He's done. He's okay, done. Go ahead. I was going to say, I'm not... I won't, that's, that's a good one. I, I, that one was not the first one that came to mind. Um, the reason I... I guess I can, like, handle the diaper. It's Well, it's not... No, I can't handle... It's not, like... Oh, I look forward to it, but it's minimized because I'm gone. I'm usually, you know, working Monday through Friday. So like, oh, I'm, you already subbed it out. I pretty much already have halfway. Really? Yeah. I've been I mean, this, this, this great wife I have, AK mom, she, she manages about 90% of the dirty diapers. Um, and then if you can play like the, I don't want to tell too much of myself, but I guess I am like the, Oh, 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 you hear like you may, you may be pooping. Oh, well, I'm going to go. Or she may. I didn't, well, well, I, didn't as, smell, I didn't smell anything. Didn't smell I, I, I'm, I have to go upstairs really quick. I gotta go to the bathroom, but I think I smelled something. Can you check him? <laughs> you, it's the deferred method. He's now, been behind the couch grunting for the past five minutes. <laughs> I don't think. I'm not sure. Well, I and I really do. I mean, like sometimes I am doing something, but sometimes my smell is like. And Anne will tell you this. And and in all seriousness, is just not that good with it. But but, but some of them like okay, yeah, maybe it's COVID. We'll blame everything on COVID. Um, but Essie's already potty trained, so I can't get out of her. But uh, I did change the first poopy diaper, I believe, with both kids in the hospital. I'm My man, pretty sure. Well, that's that's I, like a dad duty thing. Like yeah, I, I like no pun intended. Yeah, no, no pun intended. No pun. No pun. I guess. <laughs> But I would say mine is going to be get up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. He is not a fan. I'm not a fan. I mean, I'm... I'm Those late night cuddles, early morning cuddles? Oh, early morning. Sub that out? I mean, oh, I mean, sub it out. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, it's not like a all the time. No, no. He said sub it out, like, either till four or like, the rest of their life. Yeah, like you don't get something you don't ever anymore, have to Matt. do. Yeah, yeah, 3 a.m. Yeah, he's Done. sticking with us. That's his story. Oh well, I mean, it's six months. My kids are sleeping through the night, so I'm only I'm only giving I'm giving the three a.m. I'm not giving the early one. I'm uh, not giving like the it. put them to bed. It's acceptable. Three a.m. Oh. 
So you had every everything you could sub out, and you subbed out the first six months. Look, I'm not asking for your feedback, Joshua. He picked, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm just dealing That's fine. with... fine. I'll mute myself, okay? I'll mute myself. I'm dealing with... Mine is, mine, mine is only a six-month thing. Well, it has been with the two kids. Maybe less than that. I don't... I feel like they... I think they're like three months probably sleeping through the night, not six months. Wow. So... so you, how do you know you're sleeping? That is another subbed out thing. You're sleeping. Are you sure Anna doesn't get up with them? And see, see, there's another one. I pretty much like... My Sub wife is... Too. I, I do. So it's like... Here's the deal. Work, so with the first uh, kid, she made we made a. I was working, and now she's texting. So I'm making sure everything I'm saying is right here. Uh, <laughs> she was. Essie, oh, my bad. Essie was eight weeks. Nope. So I'm only subbing something out for eight weeks. Wow. Yes. So I. Uh, so basically, I'm a complainer now because I've only had to deal with eight weeks, and I already want to sub it out. I know. I so know now, I'm telling. It's been eight months. They still haven't slept through the night. Well, that one time that I got up with my kid, I, I wish I could have subbed that out. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I need to, I have to, let me think on that again because that sounds like a pretty no, big no, baby. You already said it. You already said Ezra it. was six, Essie was eight. And when the when we both had first a kid, since I was working, Essie, Anna, majority of the time was a trooper, would kind of um, handle that. And because she, she tried to breastfeed and switched over to the bottle. So that's why I kind of where I was coming in a little bit. Gotcha. All right. That's all I got. Dude. That's what I got. That's what I got. That's fine. Baby sleeping. It. Yeah, yo. Oh, mine. No question is bath. Like it's not even. Oh, my <laughs> man. I hate. Loathe entirely. Loathe. Loathe entirely. Wait. Oh man. Like, bath time. Yes. Like yes. Bath, bath time is, with I, not I, even thinking very, about I'll it. Be very very honest. There is not a small part of me that is super excited when I go see mom and dad because I know that mom is going to be psyched about giving Becca a bath, which means I do not have to give Becca a bath. Do you give Becca a bath every day? No. Like, does she get a bath every day? No. Absolutely no. not. That would have probably been my second Wait, second pick. Y'all do – y'all just do baths yeah, or do you showers? We do baths. We try to shower like once or twice and she freaked out. So, actually, yeah. this is kind of a funny story. We were at uh we were at the beach and so we were doing mm-hmm. a flip trip so we had to use the um the public shower because there's no public bath on the boardwalk and so mm-hmm. like we had to shower her before we go home because her skin is like really fair and her eczema would go nuts so <laughs> Lauren goes to give her a shower and there's all these strangers around and she is screaming bloody murder. And Lauren's like trying to be all tactful about it, and I just bust in there, and I'm like, "All right, look, we just need to tear the bandaid off." And I just like held her under the shower and just like scrubbed her, and she just had a full on freakout session right in front. They probably all thought we were monsters, but whatever. So yeah, the shower <laughs> is 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 no comprint, no um, not simpatico. If that's wow. the right Spanish word. Um, so we just go bath. She just does. She just does the bath. Which the kids, thankfully, uh, Williams to the age where he can get in the shower like with us, and um, mm-hmm. so like we got that foam spray soap. Like I'll make it. I mean, I'll make it snow with the foam. I mean, they've got all kind of toys in there. Like we had to beg them to get out. Like guys, we're done. Come on, get out. But yeah. Oh, Becca loves well, taking a bath. It's not a problem getting her in the bath. It's not a problem having her taking a bath. I just don't want to do it. Right. Well, it, it's kind of hard to do your bath. If I don't know if you guys do baths, um, you can't really bath with your kid. 
you know, like you can shower with a kid. Yeah. No, no, we don't like, I mean, basically, <laughs> I mean, well, I'll speak for myself. When it is bath time with the squirt, I have one, there's just, it is a very simple object. It is get her in the bath, get her clean and get her out. That's it. So she, um, I think she probably likes it a little better when we bathe her because, because that way she can sit and play and whatever. Yeah. They enjoy you know, we we draw on the walls, um, all kind of stuff. It's pretty fun. Yeah. So yeah, I can't stand bath time. It, oh. It's second only. I mean, excuse me, a close second. Photo finish would be feeding. That is probably. I oh, mean, man. it is just it is like a hair breath away from from being feeding. I debated I on that too. <laughs> yeah, because I was going to so, be feeding. I hate feeding a child, especially spoon feeding them like baby food and everything. And then they get it in their fingers and they get it in their hair. And it's like my OCD just cannot handle it. But absolutely, Man, I'm going with bath. So no, I don't say yeah. this. No, no, no. I'm bath a... was a hundred percent because I knew it was going to be. Derek you, and I have talked you, about this before. I knew he was you bathe bath. children longer than you do feed them. What? And so I'm saying you you give a child. A bath, you have to bathe a child long, even after they're potty trained, you still have to bathe them. Even mm-hmm, after they yeah. can eat with their hands, you still got to bathe them. So, mm-hmm. it, logically, it's one that I would sub out because it's one I have to do the most of. Yeah. But I also I'm have to do how often, cheerings. How often do you bathe your kids, like right now? I mean, obviously, you don't bathe Probably Piper. like every other night. You do. Every other night. Well, no, no, me, um. <laughs> Hey, you're already subbed out. I know he's already subbed out. No, no, no. Oh, me? I work it late. I, I work it late. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> I do work late a lot, so it does get handled. But it's either me or my wife. Like, I, nobody else. The grams doesn't come in and bathe them. Do you work early, um, or is it, like, by design to work late? <laughs> no, it's not by design. But typically, the bath nights are saved for when I am at home. <laughs> it's just like, oh, dad's working late. It's fine, kids. You don't have to take a bath. You have to take a bath. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. It is, and whenever I walk in the door, if I if I hear it all mentioned like during the night, like, oh, it's bath night or whatever, that is the equivalent of you telling me it's back to school time and I'm in like middle school. Like it just completely zaps all of my ambition in life. Like I just, it's and it's obviously the dread of it's way worse than the the actual doing it. But Always, I, but it's just because that getting just, there, getting over the the threshold, it just takes forever. And they always splash. I am a splash Nazi because I just in my mind it's like Your the water crazy. is getting, it's molding things like well, at our old uh, house. I'm big about it's it not well. just the bath. It's the bath. Plus the towel oh, off, plus the hairbrush, plus the pajama clothing. I mean, it's just the whole operation. Stop the bath. Just do showers. So Does Becca not go get... Is that like the bath's broken? You've never acted like something's broken before? Like, sorry, guys. Well, the shower... Broken. I mean, uh, still, the problem is, is that it, like, it's just... It just I, it's like I just have to be a part of the process. It's the ultimate issue here. And it's just... I can't stand it. Like so the kids getting in the shower with me, shower. it's like, all right, y'all come on in. And then uh, they play, 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 and I'll clog up the, the thing with my foot, you know, so they, you know, get the, um, they can play around the shower, like, floor kind of thing and splash. But they can splash as much as they want. The only problem is whenever they actually get the shower head down 
and I make that mistake and they start shooting at the door and then it, it goes yeah. out to the tile and stuff. We got to stop that. So you, you still have to bathe them though. Like, yeah. Well, like Becca does not know how to bathe herself and I've been trying to teach her. And I mean, I mean I gotta, she's getting Caroline there, will do herself, but, but her hair and stuff. I mean, you gotta, you gotta watch behind them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and this will probably segue into boys and girls a little bit, but yeah, washing Becca's hair, and she's like three. I'm like, man, th- th- she's got a lion's mane, and she's only three years old. And apparently her hair is not even that thick. I'm like, you just... So, yeah. but, no. I mean, it's not all bad. It's just mostly bad. That's just the one I can handle poopy diapers. Like, yeah, diaper I can handle that. Yeah, that's not a big... I mean, but I'm yes. also thinking of like where I'm at when it's, I guess ninety percent I mean, of my duties. I can are handle them, but that's the one thing I do not find any joy in. Yeah, I can well, find some no joy, joy in, in any of that. <laughs> I mean, like, there's Wait, some why joy are you in... thinking that there's joy in raising children? Where's that? Oh my goodness, Derek! <laughs> <laughs> he sold out the whole thing. <laughs> Basically, he's like, I just go work. And and Gramps and Nanny take care of it. The only reason I go to work is somebody take care of the kids. Yeah, no, I do find joy in uh, oh. you know playing with them and stuff. Yeah, I mean, and like in the bath time, like when they get like an imagination, he's, he's, they go he's, like this and that, and I mean that can you can find some some fun in, you know, even though it is a task and it can get tedious and and tiresome. But I'm gonna change the poopy yeah. diaper. There's nothing I can get no. enjoyable out the, of that. The the most joy I get is when I can somehow sum it out to Piper to bathe her brother and sister. That is where raising <sighs> children gets really joyful. When you can That's use one to, to do right. the other. Yeah. <laughs> that one thing. Yeah. I will say that bath time is getting interest. better as Becca is getting older. Like, it's really nice not to be nervous that she's going to drown. Like, that, it's like, okay, this yeah. is cool. Because, man, it was awful when she was a little, little thing. Because... Like, it made me so incredibly nervous putting her around water. I'm like, if she goes under this water, if it is even just a centimeter above her nose, she's going to yeah. die. Like, that that thought did not. But now it's like she can hold her breath under water. So I'm just kind of like, I mean, I'll kind of stuff her in there and scrub her a little bit and leave her and walk away and, you know, just kind of keep one eye on her. I mean, because she ain't going to drown. That so, was the cool thing yeah. about William is that now when everybody's bad together, if anything did go wrong, I'm not as worried about William. Because Caroline's an ex, extra set of eyes, even though she's you know too young to really do anything, she can she can scream and get scared and get our attention. Yeah, yeah. But the the poopy diaper certainly is not is not fun. I don't know. I've just never really it's never really bothered me too much. Um, I agree with Matt. Getting up in the middle of the night's not kosher, but it's just a short term thing. Or at least it was Becca that it doesn't really. Yeah. You know, well, yeah. Looking at like it's over before it starts. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess now you look back, if you're like picking something up to four, bath's probably the longest thing, but yeah, you got to be logical. But no, I, I mean, I've got to preface this now because I'm getting text messages from the wife. Yes, I do. You would be. Love my children. (laughs) I do like having children. Are you reading this? Right. Are you reading this? I don't no, think no. Lola's listening. Who put the question mark on the clear. I can say whatever yeah. I want. Yeah. <laughs> I love my children? No. I'm Ron Bourbon. <laughs> so this is totally off topic, but does any of y'all's kids hold food in their mouth for like an ungodly amount of time? Like not chew? Only I no, just I get a fruit roll-up. Chew it and then stuff it in the roof of their mouth and leave it there. No. 
No. Okay, so that's just me. Sweet. Yeah. Well, William will put something in his cheek and go, happen cheek. Well, happen cheek. Just to be funny. (laughs) Like, what happened to my cheeks? But that, that, uh, maybe, maybe 30 seconds. But not random food camped out in the roof of your mouth. We got little chipmunks. We can't get we can't get Essie to eat. So I mean, we do our best just to get a little bit. It's not every time. Up. It'll just be like some, and it's a meal that we know that she loves. Like I know she loves Chick Fil A, and then it's all of a sudden it's just like two fries and half a nugget, and she just wants to hold it and not eat. She just looks at me with full mouth. And so <laughs> yeah, that's She's why I all the feeding. flavor out. Yeah, no, no feeding no, ain't, ain't much fun. All right. Well, oh, now that Derek doesn't like his kids, he <laughs> like my kids. Okay, I got three of them. What yeah, a three fun time! I was like, I would like to have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> would be uh, we can do the flip side too. What's the best? What's the best chore? I guess chore is a bad word for it, but y'all when know you, what you what's the best thing that you have required to do that you wouldn't want to give up? Yeah, yeah, like putting the kids the to bed. Thing about being a daddy. No, mine's playing on the floor. I mean, this is up to four, though. I mean, I guess... Yeah, up to four. Man, well, I, I that's a tough one. I mean, I don't mind playing, but, man, I, I enjoy yeah, I the hard, evening though. times of putting kids to bed. For a long time. Until yeah, they don't want to sleep in their own bed, and so you have to lay there and try not to fall asleep because you're trying to get them to go to sleep. And... Well, Essie hasn't done that yet, so she's got one more year left. Oh, Josh, you're so patient. <laughs> that, I mean, like... Lay there, just light off, try not to fall asleep. Then you Close end up falling asleep, and then you get up, and it's like one o'clock, and you hadn't taken your contacts out, and you need to brush your teeth, and all. Mm. it's just, nah, bro. Well, man, well then, I guess yours is going to be different. Yeah, definitely. It's true because every kid's different. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, actually, I, William's fun to put to bed. We get on our knees, we say our little prayers, we sing yeah. a song. Um, I mean, put them in. In his crib, and then as I walk away, I say, I love you. And he yells it through the door, I love you. And we go back and forth until yeah. we can't hear each other anymore. Becca it, does that, that too. That's all. Awesome. Yeah. It, it, it melts your heart. So, I mean, I'm with you, Matt. But then again, I'm going to be also, raised by Josh. It's, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, ask your brother how it was. Josh's child. Ask your brother. No, I, yeah, I tried with your brother. The problem yeah. is, whenever you start at age 28, it's, you're not going to get the same results. We weren't yelling, I love you, through the door. When it wasn't, I love you? No, it was, <laughs> when are you moving oh, out? When are you leaving? you moving out? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to say nine times out of, well, basically nine times out of ten, I'm, I'm going to have to say breakfast. I love breakfast with Becca because she is just a joy in the morning. Literally, the child wakes up singing every, like literally almost every morning. She's up, her and she's singing a song. Like we hear her over the monitor singing her song. And before she could sing, when she was first learning to talk, she woke up talking. And then before she that, she woke up smiling. So like she's always been a morning person her whole life. And she's in the world's best mood. And so when you, whenever we have breakfast, whether it be like eggs or whatever it is, she's just like loving every minute of it. And so um, now I don't like particularly love feeding her, but I would, I, I, I don't want to give up that time. It's such a wonderful time to just like hang out with her. So I'd say breakfast. I like it. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, kids. moving on. The ice is broke. Yeah, Derek's um, phone might get some texts. Yeah. <laughs> What's our next topic? 
Well, you you thought about these. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I found them on my phone. I'm good. Yeah, I look. I just looked it up. Um, working from home and stuff. Like, what do you think about that? You know, like, is it cool? Is it not? Do you enjoy it? Do you wish you could do it all the time? Do you wish you could never do it again? Give me the ins and outs of working from home. Go. Well, I'll go because I have been working from home. I guess and you I love know, it. I know you have, Matt. I know you have. I don't want to speak for you, but we talk a lot, obviously. So, um, but, um, so I guess I can give the work from home from personal experience. I love it so much. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just love everything about it. I'm actually sad because, um, well, I'm not sad because Lauren got COVID, but, um. I, I it, it was kind of it was it actually in the long run worked out really well because she had a super mild case and she got it like right in the beginning of December almost and so I had to go work from home again and so I got to work from home all through December right up until Christmas basically and then I got off for Christmas so but man working from home is the heat it's just so great everything about it is great you you can be here all day you know i when becca gets up i can walk out and see her you know at lunch i can just walk out leave the guest room we can have lunch together her and lauren and i um if there's some like little errand or whatever like if i'm on the phone talking like i can just whatever something piddly to do around the house switch a little laundry or whatever if i need to like, if we're leaving for the weekend, I can just, like, pack real quick while I'm on the phone. So, it's just, like, and then, of course, the obvious bonus of not having to drive to the office every day, which mm-hmm. is pretty fantastic in and of itself. Yeah, being the there for breakfast. Yeah being, yeah, being there for breakfast. The flexibility, <laughs> too, is just fantastic. Like, for, for Thanksgiving, because I was working from home, I didn't have enough days to, to get be at the campground the whole week. So, I just went on friday and i was in stay there friday saturday sunday obviously and then on monday i just fired up the laptop in grandma's cabin and just worked um just worked straight till four and then knocked off didn't take lunch or anything and so that was just really awesome because i was like there but so that saved me an hour and 15 minutes and then you know and then i had another hour that i could dedicate just and switch gears real quick. So I just, I love flexibility. It's just fantastic. Do you find yourself more productive at home? Cause like, obviously that's absolutely. The, you think absolutely. so? Oh yeah. I mean, without question. Um, just because I'm more focused because I never realized how much just like ridiculous and ancillary conversation goes on in the office. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, which is a good thing in some respects because like you can help people sometimes, which, so that is obviously a negative, but I feel like the positives outweigh the negative. Cause I mean, literally one of my old coworkers would come to my office and would literally talk for like 30 minutes and I'm sitting there going, I'm, I'm glad you're talking to me, but I got stuff to do. Like, and I don't know how to say that. So I just end up shutting the office door. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully he's not so. listening. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you know who you she's are. not listening. <laughs> so. Brad in accounting. Uh, we uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, well, he's only like. I mean, and another thing too is like, in the nature of what I do is detail orientated. So oh. it's hard for me to be in the zone doing something 
and then somebody come in and ask me a question. So then I have to turn and answer that question and then go back to what I was doing. And like, what are you doing? Like are you counting lot. peanuts? Like, what, are you, what are you doing? Like, I'm, I don't know. I'm basically, well, a lot of it is the logistics side. So, I mean, there's, there's, I have to make sure that there's, hun- I mean, there's hundreds of loads that are leaving every day. So I have to make sure they're going to where they're supposed to be and have all the documents <laughs> and all the documents are correct. Because if I get it wrong, especially on export and it gets to the foreign country, they won't let it in. Oh, and so it can end up being a $4,000 mistake. So I have oh, to stay. Nice. Oh, Josh is rolling. Nice. Yeah, he's in. He's, he's. <laughs> I mean, you know how it is. It's probably that way in construction, too. I mean, you're doing your bids or your jobs, and you're bidding on these jobs. Oh, 100%. One, one, $2 off. And, I mean, of course, when you quantify it over a gigantic, you know, multi-whatever thing you guys are building, it's a huge deal. It so, is. I mean, we're not like – not rocket science. I mean, I'm not a four-star general. Lives aren't at stake, but still, you know. I mean, peanuts are going across the world. Career, well, careers can peanuts. be at stake. I mean, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yes. So. Yeah. And it's just, so anyway, I know I didn't mean to dominate the topic, but I, I'm you, obviously in the pro camp. I'm all for it. Well, Let's you're also probably the one world. that's been working the most of both worlds. Best, I think that'd be fair. I don't know. I know Matt will... Like I said, I'm gonna take words out of your mouth, but I don't know about Josh. Um, yeah, Josh. I think Diesel's been so, but anyway, y'all go ahead. Anybody? Who's next? I mean, I, I'm yeah. literally done. I promise, I'm done. Uh, now. I mean, I'll, <laughs> I was like, I'll go. I mean, I, I have not been working from home, unfortunately. Um, so that I guess if that answers your question, I do enjoy. So in my previous job, I had the flexibility. I was a little more just basically bidding, bidding work, and I, I tore my Achilles. I don't know if y'all remember that. Um, yeah. It's been a minute, but first year of marriage, and I was gracious enough to work from home then, and basically all I needed was a laptop and Wi-Fi, and that was nice. I mean, but the you know the flexibility like Patrick was talking about, which would be nice. And there's there's probably a handful of things I could think of you know here and there that would be like oh that'd be nice. I think the biggest thing for, like for me it well my my I'm in outside sales, so I, I really can't, you know, be, you know, working from home. But there's like during COVID, like our Monday office meetings, they can be remote 100%, like everything we're doing. And it it just kind of irks me a little bit because I'm just like, dude, guys, like this this is fully accessible to be doing from home. Everything we're doing, all our virtual meetings, you know, paperwork we're turning in, just everything. And, and we're like, nah, we're essential. You know, COVID's a hoax. We're going to, we're going to power through. We're putting more than blah, blah, blah amount of people, but you know what I'm saying? And then like another thing too, that kind of like is different with us is like another guy in Charlotte. He's a sales rep there. Like basically he, they, and they're adamant about not working from home. Even if you're wanting to build all your proposals and all your, from, from your week, it's got to be in your truck in the neighborhood. It can't be in the house. Which is this, which I don't get, but I mean, cause I'm like, well, these are basically the same one, the same, but anyway, I, I, I guess, I guess the pros and cons, but I mean, just from, I think sometimes too, and also like on snow days when I can't go out and drive the truck, company truck, then those are pretty cool too. I mean, well, you don't play in the snow for the kids, but, uh, yeah. um, um, 
We don't sure. get many of those down here in the south. We don't get we don't Josh, we, we get like one or two a year. There's a chance of like a dusting here on Friday and this coming Monday. Nice. And I'm like so Friday's like odds of bummers the weekend, which would be cool to play in it, but then it kinda messes up like my opportunity to be at home. And like because we got the company truck, it's two wheel drive. And they're like, You're welcome to drive in the snow and go market, but if you wreck the truck, you're paying for it. I'm like, not not doing it. And then not like, gonna do that. I'm gonna stay at home. <laughs> so, but I mean, I don't know. I guess I would like, definitely would like the home thing, just from the flexibility, I guess too. And I'm, I'm thinking that, like, I would be more productive just from like what you're saying, Patrick and Josh. You're probably in the same boat. Like, ten or fifteen people probably pulling you in different directions when you're in the office, asking you questions, and that's kind of like where we fall into that. I fall into that category a little bit too. And it'd be just be like, you know, it'd be a lot, you know, get done. Now the biggest thing I think, and I was going to ask you this, Patrick and Josh and probably Derek, all of y'all is, are you able to turn it off? Like working at home? Cause I mean, you could work, you know, does that make sense? Like, yeah, it's like leaving, I was leaving work let somebody at else answer. home or whatever. Yeah. I mean, like, I've heard people say, well, they can work forever. Like, they, they, they love to be at the office because they can kind of leave their work there. Um, gotcha. But I'm a proponent for working at home. I just don't get as much opportunity at all, really. You don't have the option. I don't have the option, really. But I don't get why we can't on a couple of days during this COVID time. Now, pre-COVID, I understand. Yeah. But you, Josh, but you um, do work. Josh, so, just work home. Here's the deal on work. Now, we are deemed essential. That's right. So, didn't ever really get the whole work from home. Here's how work from home comes from me, though. Like, yeah, I've, I've brought plants home at night and stuff like that. Very inefficient because of the way that we do our work. Um, I've got a digitizer at the office, and I can do all my takeoffs a lot quicker if nobody's there. Now, there are the caveats of, you know, Dean in the back, if you don't have enough to do, and he just kind of comes and sits on my couch and just trying to chat it up because he's got triplets at home, and you're kind of like, hey, uh, so I got to work. I mean, same thing with you, Patrick. I don't regret those conversations. I think it adds the cohesiveness to our to our team, but I'm not getting my work done, you know? Um, exactly. So I kind of joke. Um, sometimes it's harder to do this. I joke that I'm second shift at the office. <laughs> like if I'm taking Caroline to, to preschool or something like that, then Meredith got it covered on the afternoon and I can get a ton of work done once everybody leaves. You know, like if I hit just one night of staying late, I can get two days of work in, wow. um, from five until 12 or however, you know, like just, just focus and knock it all out. And I've got my computer there with all my um, conditions and everything for my estimating. Um, the thing that I that I can take on the road with me is, you know, little estimates and project managing. But the problem with that is, like you said, it's hard to turn it off, okay? Now, I can't, I mean, there's only so much I can do at home. I've got to visit my projects once a week. I've got, you know, tomorrow I'll be in Durham. Um, mm, mm. Yeah. I won't I be there. Know. I didn't know you're coming. I could have scheduled it. I'll be there on Wednesday. I'll be Tuesday, there on Wednesday. Every Tuesday. I'm, I'm in is that when you're there? Every Tuesday? Yes. Okay. Next Tuesday, I'm flipping my schedule around. I'm also going to be wondering why I'm twitching days, but I'm going to tell them we got a little lunchy date. 
Um, I used to go eat with my superintendent, but that got canceled this last round of COVID. We're like, hey, we're not doing any lunches because I got a an exposure and I had to Uh-oh. stay in my basement um, for a week and got nothing done. I had plans everywhere trying to do these plans instead of a digitizer you're using a scale like old school. I'm logged into my computer because I can do that from wherever, but it's just not near as efficient. Now, answer phone, I can do that from wherever. And uh, whenever we go on a vac- back when we went on vacations a lot and that kind of stuff, I just have my mobile office, you know? Like, are you on vacation? No, I'm just answering the phone from a different place now. You know, like I'll, I'll, I don't, I don't really get people to cover my jobs often when I go out of town. Some people do. They go and they turn off their phone, and somebody just covers their stuff. That's harder for me because I still like to have my finger on the trigger kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I'm answering phone calls. You know, the only way they'll know I'm on vacation is if they hear background noise. You know, so. um that it's never been efficient for me to work at home during this COVID stuff. We had a little bit of time that we were trying to work remotely. Um, but I've been basically in the office since day two, day one, we all stayed home, but in stocky was able to work from the basement. Um, like he had an office set up in his basement. He did that for like, you know, six months and I would be the, the gopher between the two. Like I'd have to go get the, you know, go to the post office, go to the bank, you know, go to different places and then report back to him. But that way kept him out of <laughs> a lot of exposure. Do you always probably good training for you? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it put me in, in a more central part. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I've never successfully, I, I've worked like I'll take plans home with me, like just so I can eat dinner with the family and stuff sometimes. Yeah. And then work, you know, from there instead of driving 30 minutes back to the office and then 30 because I'll lose an hour, you know, going back to the office and then coming back home. So I'll do that some, but I, I will do some takeoffs and stuff at home. But it doesn't, with the nature of my work being construction, I don't build stuff at my house. I don't get people to build stuff at my house, you know. So it's kind of, it's kind of yeah. like I need yeah. to be either on site. Or if I'm estimating, it's going to be a whole lot more streamlined to close my office door and get it done than to struggle through it at home. Um, even though I, I would love to be at home, um, you know, and I, and I well, try to nice work it when out. When you do come home, you can kind of just shut it off and say, well, it kind of yeah. forces you to. to yeah, the, the problem is, the time, I guess. do you think, Josh, if you had like a like the same stocky setup? Would you be like, all right, yeah, this is awesome? Because then you wouldn't have to deal with D- Dean, Dennis, whatever, hanging out on the couch. I, Dean, Dennis, Daryl, brother Daryl. But I mean, you obviously have to take. Are you at the job site every day, or do you say I'm doing plans on Monday? No, I'll two- do. Yeah, I'll do job site two days a week. Gotcha. Um, and so, like Stocky's position, I'd love to be in Stocky's position. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, like, as a <laughs> estimator project manager, like, if you had the the. Well, I guess I don't know if you can put a digitizer, whatever it is. Um, right, a digitizer. Well, I mean, it's the one where you just basically I mean, just touch it, right? And it just all adds up everything oh, around. So, yeah. Like, your linear and square foot goes yeah. instant instead of having to do a ton of math. Yeah. But um, I, I guess, and, and, and I, I can log into my computer. I can do all my conditions and, and estimates that way. Um, and I probably would like it a lot better. But he also isn't directly project managing stuff. Um, he's just over... You know, so those, yeah. 
those phone calls start at seven and they don't stop to five thirty because we work 10 hour days in the field. And so like, you gotta be, it, you're here, but you're not all the way here. You know, even if yeah. I, even if I'm like trying to take the morning off, I'll be on the phone for two hours of it sometimes, you know? So yeah. it's just, you know, I mean, not, I'm in the same, same boat. My boss, like, yeah, a lot, in, of, it, a lot in, of it is you've got to be, I, it's not a bunch of, just computing. If it was just estimating, yeah, give me an office here. I wouldn't have to necessarily go into the office. You know, yeah. I can get my quotes out and get vendor quotes in and all that kind of stuff. But the problem is, you you like me in sales or whatever. You've got to talk to the people, or you're not getting the job done, and you're not selling the job either. So talking's part of a good fifty percent of my job. Mm-hmm. So you like it's to hard be, to do. You like to be in field, not at home. Is that the gist of it? I, I, my job isn't conducive to work. I would love to be home. It just doesn't okay. work out as well to be home. That's, so that's my answer right there. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. I mean, if right. I could, if I could do my job without ever getting on the phone, then yeah, sign me up, but I can't. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. What about you, Derek? I love not working from home. <laughs> Well, yeah, I could have guessed. <laughs> Wait, from like no, no. out of town, out of Columbia, from home, or, or... no, no, like all oh. well, C V. I'm not at, I like working from home, but I'm not as productive, and I don't like it enough to sacrifice for it, like the the production of it. Um, I like, you know, if I have trouble motivating myself if I don't have a, a truck to get into and drive to a job, you know, mm-hmm. like if I'm working out in the garage building cabinets or something, it's it's very hard to get motivated and I work by myself anyway. So motivation is a big issue because you don't have anybody else there just kind of motivating you. But, mm-hmm. um, I prefer to now, even if I was like, if I had a shop down the street, that would be like the best of both worlds where I would still get out and drive to the work. But my work is like five minutes from the house, you know, so I could still drive home, get packages or, um, you know, knock off early or, you know, pick a kid up, drop them off, you know, something like that. Um, but knock I'll, off I early, like, baby. Yeah. I like, I like the going, like the, the going to different people's houses. I like going out to eat random places and finding <laughs> good hole in the walls to eat at lunch. And, you know, I like the going of, you know, getting out of the house and going to work. Away from the kids. <laughs> Derek, you should come down to Raleigh and just ride around with me all day. And you know, I'll just well, feed you. I would love that. I would love that. You can set my stuff up and Yeah. But I I'm a, I'm just a proponent of going. I don't like typically staying home very much. So I don't mind going out to go to work. So you build your I office. would be Are you still looking for a shop? Uh oh. Um not presently, not until the Okay. I don't um, know if that if you ever found anything or just kind of. Well, I, I decided I was going to build a shop, but I'm not going to build it until the lumber prices go down because it's yeah. going to cost a small fortune. Uh, so, metal studs, Derek. Metal studs. That's, that's <laughs> true. I have not really put that one together. If only hey, I could Will, find a metal stud contractor. And Will and Harry could engineer up. it. I mean, it's basically free. You're I mean, basically you know, you're you know getting... metal stud engineers. You know metal stud erectors. You know all of it. I mean, okay. Well, well uh, PM me, you know, okay. DM me, whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, my people talk to your people. Get my, yeah, people. my people talk to your people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Slide it in my DMs and uh, drop me some, some info. So, 
Anyway, moving on. All but Patrick. Patrick is slacking. We all have leaving one me out once one again. Girl, <laughs> yeah. Of course, that's why you were third on the introduction. Okay, um, <laughs> get your numbers up, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. Feeling the love, Patrick. guys. <laughs> um, but Patrick was—he did have two brothers, so he was raised with boys and no sister. But now he has one daughter, so he has—he might have a different take on it. But bo- raising boys versus raising girls. Is there anything you do different, or is there any like tips, tricks, whatever you want to call it? Just some general info because we all, except for Patrick, but soon Patrick will have one. I think he's prophesying, um, a boy. <laughs> the obvious exception of Patrick. <laughs> but Patrick has some insight too. But um, go ahead, Matt. I'm gonna start off with you. Oh, buddy. Yeah, um, you got the youngest. I do. Man, currently. I would say, well, I mean, I, their their food intake is totally different, 100%, but I don't think that's a girl and boy <laughs> thing. But it is a fantastic, maybe it is, I don't know. I, I think it might be. I would guess what, baby boys are more prone to eat more than baby girls? Maybe. Mine is. It, I'm, if, that's a, if that's like a, someone probably in this world probably has a percentage of that, and if that's a fact or, or a higher percentage for men, I mean, little boys, that is a benefit right there. Because my buddy Ezra loves to eat. He's easy to feed. He eats fast. And he's ready to roll. SC bless her heart takes forever. But she's her own person. So that's fine. Um, but I would say like. There's a. I mean, see Ezra's not old enough really to. You know, I mean he's got a personality I'm saying. But he's not talking and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, is, do you foresee. Maybe this is a better question. Because y'all have younger. Um, yeah. Younger boys. Do you foresee you. You doing something as far as raising or taking them somewhere or doing an activity with a boy that you wouldn't do with a girl. I mean, aside from the obvious stuff. I mean, I guess, but I mean like me and Anna have talked, we actually had a conversation about this about like, and I mean, there's obviously some stipulations to things that like we, we, you know, like one, for instance, like she was talking about football, we were talking about football and, and this is kind of way out in the day. And I was, and I'm like, I don't know about football. Like I don't, I don't know what the kids want to do. But mm-hmm. but if they both want to like play in piano recitals their whole life, you know what I'm saying? Like that's okay. Mm-hmm. Or if they don't want to do anything, but go to church, that's fine. Too. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if that makes sense, like kind of like not okay. This is a boy. He's gonna he's gonna go hunting and he's gonna he's yeah. gonna do manly thing. I mean, now there's there are yeah. some things we're gonna set you know boundaries too, obviously. But like. Um, as far you know, I I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm trying to think because you're you're starting to rattle my brain, and maybe I'll default and then come back. But um, well, to I, include Patrick, we'll just talk about future. Like, what do you foresee in the future? That are going to be things that you would do differently with a boy than you like? How you would treat them? Like for me, it would be um, like some people have problem. I just put my youngest is three. Mm-hmm. I just put him in gymnastics with my five year old daughter. But yeah. we had to take him at the same time, and he's like, he's loving gymnastics because he just runs around the whole time. But like some people might be like, oh, you putting a boy in gymnastics or whatever, which that's fine. And that's um, what I'm talking about, Derek, like stuff like that. Yeah, like, something like that. Or, uh, you know, would you ever take your daughter hunting, um, which I think we all would, um, as opposed to, you know, only taking your boy hunting. Or 
Um, would you buy them a gun or would you teach them how to change a tire? That was really what I was going for. Cause for me, it's like car stuff. Like for a boy, you might be like, son, you got to learn how to change a tire, change your oil, you know, all fix a flat, all this stuff. The girl, I'm not going to teach that to because she'll just have a triple A card or something. Yeah. You know? I don't, I mean, I, I mean, I think we would do the same with both. I mean, I think Anna, I mean, obviously she, I didn't have any girl, I didn't have any sisters growing up and y'all both did Derek and Josh, but I mean, her, she, I mean, she's like Miss, Mrs. Fix-It. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think, and that price is a testament just to Ronnie, like very, you know, Hey, you're going to learn how to do stuff and, and you're going to, so I think it would be a lot of teachable moments yeah. with her. And, and it's, and it's a good trade to know too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just those simple things. Like you're talking about the car stuff. Yeah. But I think, I mean, from a, I mean, there's obviously some biblical things that you probably um, want to teach both of them. Some things that are, are applicable to both and some things are applicable are not. But mm-hmm. um, I think just from our conversation, and I'm just starting to ramble, so I'm probably need to stop. Just not really going after, like you said, the gym thing. Like, but What do you think, Pat? Well, there are some differences. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, Josh. Cause you got, no, I mean, you have, a you girl, got it. You have a boy. Um, you have a girl and a boy so and another I'm girl on the way. That's right. He's got yeah, three so, kids. Yeah. We count them in the womb here, folks. We count them. In the That's womb. right. When you said Matt had the youngest, I'm like, okay, Derek, it's not a lie. Okay. I said <laughs> currently. Uh, currently. Currently. Yeah. Wow. wow. We, yeah. They definitely count in the womb, you know, before I formed the, I knew the, um, yeah, so obviously speaking hypothetical about, but I think it would be, I mean, I'd be remiss to see if we haven't thought about it. I mean, we, cause obviously I thought about it before Becca came into the world, you know, and then I didn't have to think about it anymore, but, um, so we kind of, and again, this is all goal oriented conversation, really. We kind of tried to set the tone even before Becca came as far as how the gender roles are going to, and how to treat the different genders in the house. So by that, I mean, you know, Lauren doesn't do all laundry in the house because, and do all the dishes and because that's what the woman is supposed to do. And I mow the grass and, you know, whatever, if there's a tree that needs chopped down, I go ahead and handle that too. Although I do do that stuff, but (laughs) that's not like, that's not how it works. Like if there's work to be done, everyone works. Right. That's the way, that's the way we roll it. You don't, you yeah. don't parse the workout. If there's, if, if typically if we go somewhere, most of the time, everyone goes, if we're going to the grocery store, everyone goes to the grocery store. Um, you know, we try to, so that will probably, I mean, let's just say, assuming we have a boy that's going to probably continue. It will continue. We're willing, you know, so with with the whole interest, you know, um, with Becca so far, we've just kind of let it develop. We never really pushed her one way or the other, and she loves shoes. It just happened. I mean, she <laughs> loves shoes since she, the day she could walk, she was in Lauren's heels trying to figure out how to walk in them. She digging she the Crocs now? She digs the Crocs. <laughs> oh, she man. Digs, Blessings, she baby. Digs. Blessings, baby. She digs Blessings. shoes. And, that's just an interest. She loves music. That's just an interest. I mean, 
I now I do love to sing. I can't sing, but I love to sing. And she just digs music. She's into it. And so, you know, we'll just kind of see where that goes. And I think that if, you know, if she was to get into something, I don't know, if she wanted to, for whatever reason, she wanted to be a pro fighter, I would probably say, eh, we're not going that way. Yeah. Um, and the same thing with the boy. If he wanted to be a ballerina, I'd say, eh, we're not going that way. Um, but uh, we just kind of let that develop, um, see kind of where it goes. It's like anything with raising kids. You just kind of watch them grow and kind of like a plant a little bit. You just watch it grow, and, and if it looks like there's something coming along that is going to be um, beneficial, you try to nurture it. And if there's something coming along that's going to take away from the growth, then you just cut it off. So it's got to go. Um, same thing God does to us. So, and I mean, that's kind of, I like to think how we would. And then eventually when they get older, this is really talking hypothetical, but Lord help me. I would like for, if I had a son, for him to treat Becca with um, honor and respect so that Becca learns how a man is supposed to treat a woman and then and then so that way when some tom or joe comes along he she's already been she's already been conditioned to expect a boy to open the door for you know and to expect a boy to treat her with respect because her brother's been doing that for the Uh past you know five or seven years so that you know that way it kind of weeds out all the losers um i like it and then obviously more so, yeah, so, I mean, that's probably, again, it's all hypothetical. So maybe I'm the best person to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Because I can say whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> so. But anyway. All right, Journey. All right, I've been saving it up. Oh, he has. Make sure. You... So, like, ever since our first kid, we've said we're going to raise him gender neutral. And... We get a good laugh out of it because that's crazy talk. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> let, him, let him let him continue. Let him continue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. No, <laughs> see where this goes. No, I mean, there's lines. Okay, thank you, kid. Gymnastics, more power to you, Derek. Get, get some energy out of the system. He's got a lot. Okay, he so does. Mm-hmm. He great. does. Now, the line is somewhere in between taking the gymnastics and letting him be a ballerina, Patrick. I, I'm in agreement with that. I, not that I would say no, I would just try to steer in a different direction. That starts early on, okay? I don't know if you've run mm-hmm. into this. Probably not. My, my, my girl boy is, you know, they're pretty close. They're two years apart, four and two. And she's loving all things princesses and pretty, right? Well, mm-hmm. we give that attention. We tell her how pretty she is. We, we, we do all those things. Well, guess who's looking and wants that same love, affection, attention is her younger brother, William. Okay. Mm-hmm. So she gets with her aunt or whoever, you know, and they're playing dress up or they're, you know, painting the nails and that kind of stuff. Well, he wants his nail painted too. Not that big a deal, but it is too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like, you don't want to crush the kid's heart because he's a two year old. He just wants to do whatever his sister's doing. But at the same time, I don't want him to be used to always having his nails painted. Right. So you yeah. got to start drawing lines and, and steering at that point. Now, with regards to manly stuff or not, I've taken Caroline hunting a lot more than I've taken William. 
this uh, on the age thing, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, I plan on doing everything within the same um, sports. We had Caroline enrolled in a soccer thing and that kind of stuff. So I, I'm, I'm not looking to draw strict lines, but I do think there's confusion for kids whenever, and, and you see it play out with, with when they get older and, and they have mental problems and identity problems and that, you know, you glorify the pretty and the, the, the son, you know, desires the same thing. He desires that same attention and mm-hmm. wants to feel pretty and wants to feel this way. And then they get confused. And I'm, I'm, I mean, that's very prevalent in our world today. Okay, I'm it not is, talking about yeah. anything you guys don't know anything about. I wanted to raise them in a godly home to where I hopefully, I don't know what's going to happen in the future. And I'm not going to really speculate on that. But I am going to try to steer to where I avoid some of those things. You know, I give him the same attention and encouragement. And it's not all based on being pretty and looks and that kind of stuff. You know, because mm-hmm. I don't want him desiring that so much to where he feels like he's a girl in a boy's body. I mean, that happens. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now mm-hmm. there's other things that play into it. I'm not saying it's a direct causation um, with regards to the way that we idolize looks and prettiness in women and not so in men, but I do think there's a correlation there. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not direct, not a causation, but there is a correlation there. So I do want to steer William into more stuff. And, and you're right. I mean, already Caroline loves, Meredith shoes and all this stuff, and I don't know that it's been cultivated or she just does. You know, he likes playing mm-hmm. rougher with trucks and stuff, and I know that he is a tougher kid. Okay, yeah. he's got more muscles. I mean, he's going to always be stronger than Caroline. He's going to want to tussle. He's going to take their playing fighting too far. It always results in him hitting her too hard or something whenever they're just playing around. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I foresee that continuing on. But agree, Patrick. I, I, I want his interaction with her to help both of them how he treats her with respect and will treat any other women in the future with respect and her that she sees a way that you should be treated and um as i saw a meme going around i'm making sure my i think it said something like making sure my daughter travels a lot so when she's older she won't be impressed with your dusty son's trip to miami or a weekend or something (laughs) like you you, you're instilling in them you know what's to be impressive and what's not um and what's to be desired and what's not so yeah yeah i mean i have thought about two daughters and i I believe that we're going to follow that same tradition different for sons and daughters and we will be most likely paying for two out of the three children's weddings okay i don't i don't I don't see us breaking tradition on that. I could I could see an argument for it <laughs> that you either don't pay for any of them or do pay for all of them or something like that. Man, we, we just probably... we just got to get back to stepping out again. I mean, we that, can do it. If we yeah. start now. It's we can it's hard whenever we didn't do it ourselves to, to to talk about a uh, a stepping out at a church service and becoming a, a union cuz we didn't do that. I'll, I was I was uh I was at I think I think it was at every every one of y'all's wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah, we had the option. I, I was we had a man, there was the, tried, the cards man. were on the table. I mean, tried, the deal was man. there, and <laughs> and I take the money and run. Man, it was it was it was more than take man. But looking back, we might have done it. I mean, it was a it wasn't my choice. But I mean, that's the thing too, though. That's another thing too about just 
Yeah, you do. Teaching, you know, I mean, I know paying for the wedding, but I mean, there's some, some people that are like, Hey, you know, responsibilities, you're going to pay, you know, pay for that. But I, I don't want people to be steered on the call. I mean, excuse me on the show and think that like, I'm like, you know, letting people choose genders. Cause that's, I hope that's not what y'all are thinking. Um, well, that's completely unbiblical. I yeah. Mean, and, yeah. and one thing that the <laughs> thing that Anna does well is he'll tell like Essie, you know, you know, Ezra, he, who, what is he? He's a boy, you know? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and who, who, what is dad, dad, dad as your father. He's, he, you know, he's a man. And yeah. I know that sounds like really elementary, but like it, it's, she's learning, you know, there is a separation. Um, right. And like, and I think Josh and Patrick and Derek, all kind of talking about it. And I was kind of talking about a little bit, just like, you know, Hey, there's some things where you can steer and Derek, you know, Derek knows this. And I mean, well, y'all probably know this, or if you, if you don't, you probably figure it out. Essie's a lot more timid than some, like, other kids her age. Like, you know, not, not right. the first one to jump mm-hmm. off the, the bridge. But, you know, but she's also the first one to clean up all the toys, you know, listen listen to what we're telling her to do, you know. So, mm-hmm. like, part of me sometimes like, man, you know, hey, dive in. Be a little more ambitious. And and my mom is quickly to tell me, hey, you were just like her. And that's probably what I was. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. but like I, but then I'm, my, I step back and I say, man, you know, she's for the most part, listen to what we do, you know, doing things like, you know, she's, she's learning and she's obeying. Like th- those things seem probably me to me. I feel like it, it, it's, that's a good thing. And, 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 uh, mm-hmm. and, but I also want her to, you know, work out things. And, and that's the kind of thing we try to do. Let her kind of feel like y'all are talking about, but I know, in and and with Anna, with my wife, her dad was very, you know, she learned a lot of traits. See, I didn't have to. It'd be interesting, Josh and Derek, because y'all had y'all had sisters, and they probably and she picked up on a lot of traits that her the way her father treated her mother, and so you know, there's a lot of expectations kind of as you take the next step. As I become, you know, we are, you know, we are married. And I don't know if that is probably the same boat with, with y'all two, with, with, you know, Don, Diane and Teresa well, and Sam, because, y'all's parents. It's very interesting. If, that's the case. If you think about it, you don't ever really take a class on a, like how to raise children. I mean, you might do like the, like the, how to birth children. I don't remember the, the name of that little class. They, Lamaze. They yeah. Lamaze, whatever. Well, you don't like take a class, like a college class on how to raise kids. You don't yeah. take a college class on how to treat your spouse or how to – like these are things that as recently I've kind of realized these are things that you pick up based on how you were raised. Mm-hmm. You know, And so if you – like exactly like Matt was saying, it's a good point. Like, and like Josh, Josh and Patrick were saying, like I want Wade to treat Piper and Penny good so that they get used to how a – boy is supposed to treat a girl mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it is different and i want it to be different um and it's yeah. it's nice uh, the, the point of them like being able to to see how all the goobers out there and be able to kind of weave through them that's pretty pretty good point but my well matt was saying it was really they are going to treat others the way the way that you like their vision of women might be based on how you view your wife Mm-hmm. I think um, it will be how you talk to her, and that's and like how you talk to them. Yeah, like if you're always yelling at them or something, well, they're gonna think that's normal to yell at women all the time or to degrade them or whatever. 
you know, or to and pick also a the way or whatever. That, also the way that, that your wife responds to you. Right, right, exactly. And then there's, there's a lot to that, and that's something mm-hmm. that I never really thought too much about. Because you don't, you know, like I said, you don't have a class when it comes to raising kids. You kind of just raise kids in a way that is kind of a mesh between how your wife was raised and how you were raised. And there's a happy medium yeah. somewhere in there, and you kind of roll with it, and then you, you figure it out as you go. Um, but You're not you sitting know, there me, as a kid going, hmm, this is how dad's treating mom. I'm going to do the same thing. You know, you don't yeah. think that. Yeah. But it is true. And I think that's – Very much you, so. In abusive relationships, they, they – you I mean, there's – I'm sure there's some proven – Science to there a lot of that. They, I mean, it's, oh, yeah. you know, there's the, the, a, lot of, a lot there's, of the kids, I mean, a lot of the kids at people, kids camp have that struggle. Matt, yeah. Is it like when we go to the kids camp, because all they've ever seen is broken and abusive relationships. Yeah. And so literally their response to almost any stimulus is anger, rage. Um, you know, they just, they just lash out all the time because that's, that's so what sad. they see. Yeah. And it's really in, it makes you realize how, how, and I guess with the whole gender roles, the thing that, that bothers me about this, our culture that is trying to tell everybody who will listen that you can choose if you want to be a man or a woman or whatever. And they're kind of this whole, like, what's the harm in it? You know, do what you will. But the reality of it is, is that you're, you're destroying the fundamental concept that God ordained, which is mm-hmm. one man and one woman sanctified by the Holy Ghost, are united in marriage and then bring into the world children and under his leadership raise those children. And that is just a lot of this stuff that we're talking about, at least in, I'm not speaking for y'all, but for myself, it kind of happens organically. It's just right. kind of like you're in communication with your wife. You love your wife. Mm-hmm. You show up to your wife. Becca sees that she picks up on it and she just emulates it. And then every now and then we got to check some stuff here and there. But for the most part, I mean, we're not sitting down and having a battle plan every other Thursday, you know, it's just kind of yeah happens. How are we going to influence our kids this week? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, but then when it's like, but then when the devil tells the world that you can go be who you want to be and do what you want to do, they do. And a lot of what they want to do has nothing to do with what God's want to do. And then we see all them kids, now, maybe not all of them are coming from, you know, homosexual marriages or anything. I'm not saying none of that. I'm just saying that we see all the results of all these broken homes and they descend on this camp. And guess what? Their lives are horrible. And guess what? They're going to go back into the world and it's a generational problem. And most of them won't finish high school. And most of them will never know what a loving marriage feels like. And most of them, some of them, not most of them, some of them are going to end up in prison. Some of them are going to end up pregnant before they're 20. Mostly. And it's frustrating when you see it happening and you can't stop it. You know, I mean, you, you see parents that are more concerned about their own, you know, emotions and love life and just, you know, yeah. tear apart a home in a heartbeat and then have a kid with somebody else and a kid with somebody and, and not knowing what they're doing to these kids' lives in the long term because yeah. they don't care. I mean, no, they care more about themselves uh, yep. than their kids. And so you hit your knees in prayer and you go, you know, you, you just, you, it, it's hard to because. You know the word of God works. You know it works. You know it with every fiber of your being. But it's like, how, God, how do we get this message to the people so that there can be some change in their lives? And there will be no real lasting change that comes from the top down, from Washington or whoever else is there. But the last, if the heart can change, if just one of these kids can change, 
can genuinely change and genuinely see Jesus and genuinely be sanctified. Now we can't preach doctrine, but through the love, you know, and giving them the word of God, they will forever shape generations to follow them in a different light. Now that's, that's worth it. I mean, whatever it takes, sign me up, you know, or not just me. Y'all know what I'm saying. Yeah. You touched on one of my passions, Patrick, um, in college. That was why I minored in public policy it's because it's fascinating to me to they have big old data sets of, of studies and you can find all kinds of correlations and and the goal in policy is to address those correlations. Like say you have a dropout rate that's through the roof mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. broken families. So how do how do we try to encourage, you know, a family that's not broken, you know? Like how do we what kind of policy can we put in place? Or if you have teenage smoking is like 80% higher if their parents smoke. Well, how do we mm-hmm. discourage the parents from smoking? You know, do you do tax credits? Do you do um, vice taxes? What, what, do you, what do you do to try to get a desired outcome? Because there's direct correlations on all this, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. our desire is to have a, a better society, to help out kids, to help out that. And the, the problem is <laughs> adults especially in America, they do what they want to do and they have this mentality. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. And the only way the government really can do it is like, well, we're going to try to raise them then. And parents are like, all right, you're going to take my kid for a majority of the day for a majority of the days in the year. Um, mm-hmm. Great. You know? And so then the, the way that we've approached it, at least in America is, Let's let's try to let's try to raise the kids for them. Let's give them breakfast, lunch, and maybe a dinner. Let's do all these things that the parents aren't doing, and maybe that'll be a fix. But the the, the problem is a lot deeper, and it's spiritual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I and I feel, and I know I'm going off my tangent, but I feel that the more the government does to become this helper, this you know safety net, they take away the strength of the church because the church mm-hmm. is no longer the safety net. The government is. So then. What do you do when you're relying on a church? You go to that church. You, you, you show allegiance to that church. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen it happen when the church is helping out a family or something. They, they're in the doors. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're putting back whenever they're getting. Well, we took that incentive away because it's a whole lot easier right. to file some paperwork and nobody know you're getting government assistance than to really show your need. And so there's less church interaction. There's less charities. There's less across the board because the government's taking over the role of charities. And makes us all feel good because we're taking care of the poor, but you're you're killing them, you know. <laughs> like you just giving right. them money to, and, and you're you're creating a cycle, and you've seen it in certain yeah, cultures more than others. Yeah, right. and it, and it's terrible. We we trying to do good, but it's a soul problem. It's 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 people's soul that you're not addressing, and the government won't address because it's not politically correct. So instead of of encouraging people to go to church based charities. Government just takes over, and we go the wrong direction, even with good intentions. So, Lord, help us to stay right. in prayer and to do what we can to not follow after that. You know, not to say, "Hey, they'll let me vote for the people that are going to help out all this." No, let's let's take active role. Okay, the charity isn't mm-hmm. the fact of giving money to somebody else. Charity is something from the heart, mm-hmm. and and we can take a bit active role in charity rather than just pawning it off on something that the government's supposed to do with the tax dollars it steals from somebody else. That's Whoa. that's not what. That's not what God had intended when he yeah. talks about charity. And you brought up a great yeah. point, Josh. If we, if the, if, if we're, if the, if the government's ahead of the church and taking care of the people, mm-hmm. we're, we're in a big, we're in a big world of hurt. 
yeah, that's where the, we're there's at. No bib- yeah, there's no. I mean, I saw Anna told me something today, and I didn't pay much attention to it. This is talking about the you know, or, or we probably need a different time for this, but the uh, some I think one of the guys got up and did the prayer at, at Congress today or yesterday, whatever. <laughs> and amen, says, a woman. Amen, yeah. a woman. Yeah, he did like, not pray. I don't know what he did. But yeah, well, what he well did. yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And I and I just I just I didn't really pay attention. I didn't really hit the hit the article button. You oh know, man, just, I read the article. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, and and I came home. I was like, well, what what's the deal? Like, and just trying to figure, kind of decipher what what actually happened. And he's like, oh, you pray. I was like, okay. And then, and and he's like, well, he said like multiple things. Like, you know, he like basically prayed like 800 gods. It sounded like he was like praying to multiple gods. And I mean, it's just God that is known by many. And then he was basically lumping them all together. (laughs) And And I mean, it, it, and then the amen, a woman thing. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, do you not understand what amen means? It reminded me of Acts when it says to the unknown God. Because, I mean, effectively, that's what you're saying. If you can't address the God you're addressing, then you're not addressing anything. Yeah, we should should have that as our next, maybe we'll we'll session into that. But when you were talking about, Josh, just the government, just, I don't know. You're not doing, like Patrick, you're not doing anything. You're not helping the cause. But just just such a pleasing generation, just a... Well, the bottom line is that no one can do what God should be doing, yeah. period. And if God will do what God will work, and Christ will work, and the gospel will work, but you you have to let it. Um, you got to get out of yeah. the way. Amen. That's amen. the bottom. I mean, that's the end of it. Just, just so our listeners know, amen is not talking about men and women. It's not, not even close. <laughs> like, Read the it, definition it, of amen. Amen. <laughs> Is is derived is derived from Hebrew, yeah. amen, which means truth. Yeah. And so basically, it's, it's when not even saying close. It, truth, or it's, it's it's kind of turned into a so be it. Um, it's more of a. It can be both the ending of a prayer, so yeah. be it, or as a like a pronunciation of a affirmation. You know, whenever you say amen to what's yeah sanctioning truth you know yeah that's the truth you know that's the truth truth um the truth. so like <laughs> it has no gender equality no sorry to to woman. hurt anybody on the oh, call but you're way so, off so aggravated like i'm like they, they're trying their hardest you know they, oh, they're, they threw out gender the what did what are their new rules are supposed to be uh, everything's supposed to be gender neutral you can't say son daughter and in, in in the uh the new house of representatives um that's the rules they proposed um, for this session, craziness. Um, don't get me started on the fact that you can pick your gender, but if you decide to culturally identify with somebody else, like a different race, <laughs> they'll cancel you. But because even cancel though that's a social construct, yeah, then you go to a gender which is science, and they'll cancel you if you don't accept that I'm one of the five thousand seven hundred and forty-six different gender. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. No, no, I just, yeah, I didn't, I didn't dive example in. example of speaking as your mood. Yeah, I, I know, I know. We I don't didn't, have any time for jokes. I didn't, I know, you're, you're pretty much, yeah, I didn't. Wait, let me give one scripture, one scripture, because yeah, one of my it. New Year's, not resolutions, but one of my New Year's goals is to try to give more scripture and less of me. <laughs> so, Lord help. But Romans one twenty five, who changed the truth of God into a lie. And worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Wait for it. Amen. 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 
Amen. Yeah, amen. That's it. This is there's nothing else. <laughs> yep. I was I was just I was just blown away. But then I was also in the back of my mind like I'm not surprised. You know. Anyway. Yep. All right, Josh, we're making snappy. <laughs> is the guy in judge Do it right one time? Wow. I mean, I guess I did it to myself this time because I was I was you going. Did. My apologies. My apologies. Your own okay. fault. We got on his hot button. I mean, y'all talked about like causation of, of, of families and man po- policy and craziness. Um, Is it there? So, yeah, I'm I'm here. He's he's me? gathering his thoughts. No, I'm just I, yeah. Here. I'm gathering the two submissions. I, I was trying <laughs> to, to breathe because I'm like, guys, I, I put stuff out there and I got two submissions. Thank you for the two submissions. We got Ronnie and. Uh, was it, is it Monroe? Where? Yeah, it is, is it Monroe, Monroe okay. between. Yeah, his vote counts. Tell his vote counts will happen. Did you hear? Yeah, anybody <laughs> in Georgia, get out the vote. Uh, did you hear about the guy who invented the knock knock joke? He actually won the Nobel Prize. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Thank you, Ronnie. A classic, classic dad joke. Appreciate it. You're going to be the winner. Just, so, I mean, just because I appreciate you writing in. That's just awesome. Okay. And then can I'll give y'all three guesses on who our other submission is, and the first two guesses don't count. <laughs> it would be Rainy. Rainy, the always, yeah. yes, the always faithful Rainy. Faithful Rainy hits us with what is the Seven Dwarves' favorite state to mine mm-hmm. in? <laughs> hmm, I don't know. Oh hi ho! Oh yes. So oh hi ho! Oh hi ho! It's off to work. They go. Greatly appreciated. The two dad. I mean, which by the way, I mean that is that is some good averaging. If if I, if you told me that writing the email fifty percent of the time, I would get a free coffee thermos. From Amazon, oh, oh man, he's gonna love that every week. Mister Coffee himself won the dad joke challenge. <laughs> the Mister Coffee, and yes. If you said who is the Mister Coffee, like he probably will have coffee in his hand. He's gonna <laughs> like coffee a lot. Like Rainy's dad, Scott Hagen, loves some coffee. But Ronnie, like he will have a jug of coffee. In motor the oil, motor oil. Around. Yeah. And, oh yeah. Ooh, and, and loves the yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, I don't so, think he's a creamer guy. No, he's not. Not even close. And it's like, yeah, he's having coffee for lunch, dinner. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, y'all can any easy like guys hit me with some puns. Why did the teddy bear say no to the dessert? Because she was stuffed. Huh? Huh? <laughs> what's what's what is fast, loud, and crunchy? That would be a rocket no chip. Huh? <laughs> huh? I mean, Marco, what did the left Marco. eye say to the right eye? <clears throat> Between us, something smells. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, this is, any of these could have won. You know, what did one plate say to the other? Dinner's on me. Huh. <laughs> uh. <sighs> so, anyway. What is brown, hairy, and wear sunglasses? That would be a coconut on vacation. That's right. So, I mean, there's some good ones out there. Uh, you could beat those, right? So, um, send in your dad jokes. 
just speak as you're moved at gmail.com or hit us up on Facebook or Instagram, speak as you're moved and on those platforms, as well as check us out on the podcast platforms, even though we're a radio show, um, we want you to be able to listen to it later. <laughs> so um, let's see, what is it? Apple podcast, Google podcast. Are we, um, are we good on Google now? I, it shows up when I show up. I've asked listeners to see if it shows up on their Google podcast. Nobody has, so who knows? Who knows? But at least the uh, like last last week episode's up and running. If you subscribe to our podcast, it would have already hit your podcast platform. Um, and then uh, then this week, as soon as we get it uploaded, it'll automatically hit it. And you can listen to it later. You can download it. Um, that's one of the beauties of that stuff is be able to download it, listen to it whenever you want. Um, and we would love to have all your input, feedback, ideas, or topics, um, ideas that we need to tackle, find solutions to. Speak as you're moved at gmail.com. Yeah, send in some topic ideas for the show. Yes, sir. <laughs> I mean, unless they've got life figured out, then they don't need it. But I would think they would want... Well, it could be a topic about how you got life figured out. How did you figure it out? How did you figure it out? Like, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Spotify. Yeah, we're on that as well. So We're hitting all the platforms, guys. There's no yeah, excuse why you on. haven't yeah. heard it. I mean, that's what I tell my wife anyway. I'm like, seriously? You didn't hear my joke section? I mean, it's at the end. So I'll live for these but, moments. Come on. I know. <laughs> I wake up on Monday knowing it's dad joke night, baby. Yeah, you. She asked me a question the other day, and I'm like, I'm not answering that. She's like, why? I said, because I've already talked about it on a radio show and gave my answer on it. So if you want to know the answer, last, last week's radio this show. Is not a, this talk, is not a dinner conversation. No, Go to the I, show and then come it. talk to me. I've already given my input. I, you know, I trashed the other side already. Like, I am spent on this topic, okay? My opinion is well known. So... <sighs> anyway, yeah. Well, send us, send us some feedback. Was, yeah. We really appreciate it. Um, I did get some feedback tonight. Um, it was we need more William and Caroline stories. So I am planning on in this new year <laughs> giving some more William and Caroline stories. A glimpse inside the the royal inner, inner circle here. Is that a, is that sarcasm? No, I think they're like real. They, they, they wanted they wanted William. Oh, okay. And Caroline okay. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if it was somebody that you're just like snapping all the time, and they're like, no, 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 "We no. just it's need like more." A, it's a. It's like an inside. It's all good. Like you know, yeah. You know, let's get a TMZ of William and Caroline. You TMZ. Know? Yeah, <laughs> yes. the royal family. Okay, I mean, I understand. The desires there, and I'm going to try to. I'm, I listen. I listen to the people and respond. Give the people the what people they want. Said they, that we should have you a third give kid. Give the people what they want. I, exactly, you do. They said your kids are too cute. You need to have another one for the good of society. Because there's a lot of ugly kids out there, and so we need to up the, the cute kid ratio. And I'm like, all right, we might have an ugly duckling. We don't know, but we're going to give it a shot. So you'll find out in June. Actually, when they first come out, they're all kind of weird looking. You'll find out maybe next December if they're going to yeah. be cute. We'll poll we'll the congregation. Just yeah. kidding, Josh. Love <laughs> me. <laughs> so, all right. Enjoyed it, guys. It was fun. It was real. And it was real fun. Derek, be thrilled, buddy. Be excited. I know. Yeah. You sound like Michael Terry. Uh, well, it's been real, and it's been fun, but it hasn't been real fun. Been real fun. Uh, He's king of the dad jokes. Just two, by the way. I mean, he is. The that's a young kid. Guy. That's where my love developed for dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, same time next week. Yes, sir. Be there, and please 
send in some dad jokes so we can stop listening to John Jernigan complain about not having dad jokes. <laughs> I know. I know. Please. We need more dad jokes. No, well, the problem is I have no material. I'm trying to buy material here, and it's not working. So. <laughs> you can't even buy material. <laughs> All right. Well, it was fun. We're going to go ahead and shut her down. We'll meet back here next Monday, 8.30, sharp. And uh, we're going to go ahead and ask Matt to dismiss us. All right. Lord, we thank you so much for the time we had uh, together here tonight, Lord. Um, we thank you for... <clears throat> Each and everyone that was listening tonight, we uh, we hope that what was said um, maybe struck a chord or, or resonated with someone, Lord, maybe encouraged them or maybe um, brought a sense of conviction to their hearts, Lord, in uh, need of you. Lord, we ask that you just um, continue to direct our lives. Um, let us continue guide our lives as, as we're uh, fathers and and husbands, Lord, in, in each individual household, Lord, that we can point point out to you, but um, lift you up and be encouraged by your word, Lord. We thank you so much um, for your spirit that was that was been mentioned that guides and directs our lives, Lord. Um, we love you for that. We ask that you just um, continue to um, give us strength, um, continue to um, direct our paths, keep us humble, keep us holy, Lord. Um, we ask this in your name. Amen. 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 Hey, woman. Amen. Yeah, yeah, come on, Derek. Ah. <laughs> See y'all later. All right, have a good night. Adios, amigos. Thanks for listening. Yes, sir. Because you're moved. Goodbye.